This podcast is brought to you by the Benny Mac Network. Check out www.facebook.com slash the Benny Mac Network. Yeah, but is my car going to be all right out there? Uh, yeah, it should be. I mean, mine was until it went missing about two days ago. Oh, that's all right then. Wait, what? Okay, so welcome to the Benny Mac Podcast uh, on this episode. It's episode four. Four already. Uh, we're going to be talking about probably one of the biggest events of the year so far in WrestleMania 31. And I've enlisted, uh, well, if any of you guys have listened to any of my stuff before, he was on some of my other stuff with Red Marley. But uh, he's a wrestling fan, so we can't not uh, have him on. And we uh, thought WrestleMania was all right, but we're going to go through the matches one by one. And I believe some of the pre-show as well. So, um, But uh, I'm Benny Mac, and welcome to the Benny Mac Podcast. And my guest is Nick Blewett. Good to be here. Uh, Going to get you on at some point with a separate uh, subject, but I thought it'd be, oh, quite, yes, absolutely. It'd be quite cool to um, mix it up a bit. Mix it up a bit. Oh, your car will be fine, by the way. I was <laughs> gonna, um, so on the, I just want to give you a heads up, guys. If you want to give me a tweet at uh, Benny Mac, B E triple M Y M A C K, three N's because I have to, or facebook.com forward slash Benny Mac Network. And you can also now. How long did it take you to learn that off my heart? Uh, I wrote it, so not too much, to be honest. <laughs> my head is just, just knocked out something useful, and now I've got my web addresses and Twitter and stuff, so. That's pretty much it, really. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Nah, I said that. Look, so, um, you know, <laughs> uh, Nick, welcome to the podcast. This podcast might feel it might feels a bit different inside this podcast compared to the other ones, but uh, still going to be just as. Good. He didn't know where to go with that. Really, he's looking at me like, "What the hell are you on about?" <laughs> We're sat at a table with a recorder, so he's like, "What the hell?" So, uh, yeah, guys who listened to my previous shows, I did a uh, one with Red Marley manager. And I've done, which was kind of a transition episode to move on to this. And I've also spoke to Sam from Freak Zone Games, which, uh, to be honest, we did like an hour conversation. And to be honest, we could probably talk for another two hours, if not more, <laughs> which I don't want to bore everybody with that straight away. Uh, but um, I'm not, I'm not going to say this podcast is primarily going to be wrestling because it's not. I want to try and be everything. But we are big fans of uh, wrestling. Now, Nick wants he's trying to slyly take his coat off here, <laughs> and it hasn't gone well. <laughs> Should have done it before. Do you want on the mic? Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, we're going to go f- pretty much match for match, pre-show I believe as well, and talk about our thoughts. Now we're not sitting here saying we know what's best, or we're just giving our point of view. Yeah, matter of opinion. Exactly, our point of view. And we've been wrestling fans, Nick's a bit longer than me, but in general we've been fans for, you know, probably oh, coming on. I started back in... You probably about... 97, I believe so it was. you were about 20, 20, 15, 18 years. Yeah, something like so, that. Yeah, and, I'm, you know, and I'm about 15 years in, oh, so, you know. depressing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, uh, tweet us your thoughts on this, you know, um, uh, well, that's what I was going to say before I got into sidetrack there, was that uh, <laughs> this podcast is now available on iTunes, so you can search the Benny Mac podcast if you're listening via Spreaker. How did you forget or that? SoundCloud, I don't know, really, it's quite new. I will say, actually, I've got to say quickly, very quickly about SoundCloud, um, now, the first two episodes are up, um, and I got an email the other day, and it says, your limit is over, so I think... This episode might not make it onto SoundCloud because I think you've got to pay for like the extra <laughs> stuff. So listen, if you can, if you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to it from, if you know, if you're not on iTunes, you hit the subscribe button on iTunes and you'll get everything. Then it'll be a lot easier. So anyway, I've rambled enough. Anyway, so let's uh, crack on to the WrestleMania. Absolutely. All right, so let's uh, go straight in on the pre-show, which you said you watched. I watched most of it. Most of it. I, was, I watched. I think I'll call it halfway through the first match. And then I watched the entire 
uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal, the second match, which was quite fun to watch. Actually, not a bad match at all. I um I for, I caught the uh, I think I caught the last couple of th- it was a battle royal, so it was a battle royal. But with last year, what I didn't like, I will admit, I'm going to say this now, and I think I tweeted, it, and I actually got quite a few responses from, and I got a few followers as a result of it. But they because originally, I mean, last year was the first time they did the Andre, yeah, the Andre the Giant Memorial. Yeah. Cesaro won it, and we could sit here all night and talk about whether Cesaro got pushed, he didn't push, did he fall out with somebody, or whatever. Cesaro won it, and I thought it was quite good, and I thought it was a nice touch. And then I find out, I got a message on, I've got the WWE app. Not, I'm not going to push it like Michael Cole did. <laughs> but um, uh, it pops up saying, breaking news, the Andre the Battle Royal has now been moved to the pre-show. Now, uh, my initial reaction was kind of a slap in the face, really. Yeah. Now, I'm not dissing the kickoff show at all, because the kickoff show is meant to be building the event up and getting the crowd going. I just felt the, the way they built it up last year... But then having said that, Cesaro didn't go anywhere with it, apart from now he's a tag team champion, which I love, by the way, with Tyson Kidd, um, which I think they're a cracking tag team. So. They still seem to have the, let's push this guy, oh wait, no, 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 that was a mistake, we'll, we'll, we'll hold him back well, a bit. on uh, Austin's podcast, he did via the network, which I don't know whether you saw that or not, but um, he went, came, he, Vincent Mann turned around and said that um, apparently he can't communicate, <laughs> he can't get over with the people, and now... There was a point a where he was... A billion dollar corporation, they can't afford a translator. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks several languages. So I'm pretty, I, but what I like about the tag team with Tyson Kidd and him is it's that kind of fundamental sort of tag team. He's big, strong, but he's got that quickness of him. Tyson Kidd's got that technical, quickness, yeah. high-flying thing going on. And I always believe Last to a certain to degree... Yeah, and I, yeah, I totally agree. I, but I think with a tag team, I think you... A tag team benefits when one guy's stronger and one guy's fast. That's how a tag team should yeah, be. Bit of everything. Yeah, and, and if anybody's out there going, no, I don't believe that. Usos, no, don't get me wrong, Usos work fine, the Hardy Boys work fine. Yeah. But some of the greatest tag teams, aka the Hart Foundation, you had Jim the Anvil, Nightheart, big guy, strong guy, powerhouse with the DX technical to a speed. Extent, yeah, exactly. To a extent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think to a certain degree, that's my opinion anyway. So you were saying about the pre-show, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a, it was a brilliant, it was actually, like you said, I totally agree with you. The uh, the battle roar the the WrestleMania show itself, okay. and um, but because uh, there were some brilliant moments in the Battle Royal, uh, it was kind of obvious where they were going with it, though. Really, when you had JBL repeating over and over again, "The Big Show has never won a Battle Royal in his career." <laughs> <laughs> kind of gave it away a bit, but JBL surpassed himself on the one-liners on this one. At the moment where it looked as if Damian Sandow or Miz Dow, as he summonly. Yeah, he's a, he's a stunt, stunt double, which, yeah. uh, to be fair, I will admit, when the gimmick started, I was like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> but how they've progressed it over time, mm. it, it, it works well, I think, actually, to be totally right. honest. And he's got Sandow over, which is yeah. the whole point. But. Well, it's very true, yes. But um, anyway, <laughs> at the point where he was, it looked as if he was going to eliminate the Big Show, and Big Show was holding onto the top rope with one hand. Sandow. Reminiscent, uh, reminiscent of a Royal Rumble, which the uh, other participant we cannot name. Yep. Uh, <coughs> Miz decided <laughs> it would be a good idea to try biting his hand to get him to let go. Oh, and yes, on I, this, yes, I saw And on this, <laughs> he's biting him. What's his name? Luis Suarez? Hats off. <laughs> Luis, Luis, Le, Luis Suarez. <laughs> but when he said it, I was in stitches. No, oh. I, I forgot about that. I actually forgot about brilliant. That. I forgot I'll about tell that. you what. Absolutely first class. Right. Uh, so um, uh, they, then it was because the, uh, that was that was after there was a tag team match. Was yes, like tag team. Yes. Um, I would have preferred the tag team match to be you know Cesaro, Tyson Kidd, and Usos because Usos have had a good year. Yeah. And just have have a standard tag team match. But I suppose it's a way of getting everyone yeah. on the show. I guess um, the finish was pretty cool. But you know, it, 
It's a tag team. It's it, tag, it, yeah. it, it was it was what it was, unfortunately, and it was it was okay. I'm if not... they wanted to have a tag team match on the pre-show, though, not knocking the the D, the Divas um, division at all, I think maybe have the Divas match on the pre-show and the tag team match. The kind of see where you go. I kind of see where you go. It's a point it. of view, but like, or maybe even you... have both tag team matches on the pre-show. And then go with the battle royal on the main show. But I, I can I can see where you're going. With I can it, see but, why they did know. what they did. They wanted to mix it up a bit more and have all that. Lot. If anything, I think the pre-show. I mean, back in the back back in the day, I caught the tail end of it. It was when they used to use Sunday Night Heat before a pay-per-view, which was essentially the kickoff. Yeah. Show. And they used to have matches, and yeah, sometimes they would have like maybe a European or a light heavyweight title match on that Sunday Night Heat or something. But in general, it was just matches to get yeah. the crowd going, which is. I don't mind there being title matches on the pre-show, but it almost feels like... Now, I'm going to get into this a bit further when we go further down the line with some of the matches, but I feel as though they're making the title seem less... And again, less nothing against the kickoff show. I understand yeah. why they do it, but it's just... put The title matches should yeah. feel important, whether it's tag team divas, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, maybe just have a few... Yeah. You know, generic oh, matches. Oh, that was a divas so championship so. match. Totally different. Yeah, okay, but, so yeah. No, I understand where you're going from, yeah, it's the tag team, you know, what, you know, which we'll get into that in a bit later on anyway, because, uh, anyway, uh, so that's a pre-show, the pre-show what it was, it was quite cool, I, yeah. also, I can't wait to get to a certain match, I'm, you know, I, I'm actually yeah. thinking about leaving it, no disrespect to the main event, but I'm, from my point of view, I thought this match was quality. Yeah, um, I know we're talking about it, Yeah, yeah, but we'll get there, anyway, <laughs> uh, so the pre-show ended, as it does, now, I, to be honest, this is, I, now, I liked the ladder match, uh, I love the... Uh, I forget who's in it, to be totally honest. Uh, Dan- Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, Ziggler's. I forgot all about that match, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler. There were seven or two, wasn't there? Yes, there were. Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Not looking too good to begin with, if we're uh, honest. Well, the guys that stood out for me was Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler. Because yeah. the way the match ended. Um, yeah. You know, I think it was Stardust in it. Maybe? That's, yeah. Stardust, Stardust was in it, yeah. yeah. Cody Rhodes, whatever. Um, now, leading up to this, I don't know whether you saw this, but leading up to this, they would. Oh, Dean Ambrose, Luke Harper. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, R-Truth. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. We should, we should, we should, I, on my notes here, I've just got Debry wins IC title. <laughs> so that's all I've got. So, um... Are <laughs> this my notes? Make bigger uh, notes. Uh, you, that's, your, that's your menu order. <laughs> which is sort of, I don't know. But, um, um, now, the lead-up to the IC title match was the whole... Um, Wade Barrett was the, was the champion. That was our <laughs> truth, or Dean Ambrose, or somebody stole the title. I think it actually started off with Dean Ambrose at Fast Lane. Yeah, um, which I thought, uh, okay, it kind of sets up. I thought it was going to be a one-on-one match. Yeah. Then you add in our truth doing the kind of Blues Brothers sneaking up to the ring thing and robbing the title, <laughs> putting it underneath his jacket. Clearly, something <laughs> under there. Did they have the Pink Panther music in the background? No, they sh- it should have. <laughs> I, I wish King may have done that on commentary. So that'd be hilarious. <laughs> No, but it just seemed like, you know, and what I felt they should have done, because people kept robbing it and robbing mm. it. Then they kind of went, hmm, there's going to be a ladder match now. I know, well, but they didn't really announce the ladder match as such. It was kind of like, this person's going to win, this person's going to win it. It was hardly made a deal of, which I was kind of like that. If I would have done that, based on a couple of weeks of them robbing the title, I'd have had Stephanie Mann come out, and her promos lately have been fantastic, even though oh, she's yeah. annoying as hell, but that's her character. She's a bit mad. Exactly. I'd have had her come out and gone, you're disrespecting the IC title, you're disrespecting my family, I am taking the title off Way Barrett and you lot from robbing it in, you know, every week. Yes, yeah. And then hang it up for the title match. You know, just add that little aspect to it. Yep. 
Way Barrett can bitch and moan. I'm I'm the IC champion. He doesn't sound like that. He's, I, that's my Way Barrett voice. I'm the IC champion. Um, sounds like Pee Wee Herman, actually, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would have done it slightly different. Uh, um, now, the actual match itself, now I know you have seen that. So uh, the match itself was a ladder match. Uh, they, if I don't know. It wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the worst. It, well, well, you, look in the, you look at the past and you see what ladder matches have come and gone. I mean... You go back to the original Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, epic. Back in the day, yeah. No other word. Ten, I believe it was that one. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I believe so. Back in the I've day. lost a lot of money betting against you when it comes to <laughs> WrestleMania trivia, so we won't, I won't start. I won't start uh, again now. Yeah, your trick is you need to go back to about ninety-seven for you. Because I don't. <laughs> although I've gone back and watched tapes, I don't know yeah. everything. You know, I mean, even the last couple of years, I yeah. will admit I've been in and out. In of it, my so. personal opinion, I know they weren't technically ladder matches, but you you won't convinced me that there's been a better ladder match than there was in the TLC era with Edge. Well, yeah, before it, it was TLC, it was, because yeah. that was the first year I started yeah. watching it, the triangle ladder match it was yeah. called, but oh. it, it was essentially... It was essentially a TLC, TLC, there was, TLC match, it was all yes. three involved, yeah. I mean, it was just... Three of the greatest tag teams in WWF history, to be told, or, or, or wrestling history, wrestling history Dudley for Boys, that matter. You know, Hardys. Dudley Boys, Hardys, Edge and Christian, it was just... Definitely, all yeah. the right stuff was there for yeah, it. Yeah. So for a ladder match to... To get ahead of M3, it's going to be something special. Yeah, but the, the, the finish was good with uh, Ziggler and Brian on the top headbutting each other. I thought yeah. it was fantastic because there's that point again. We go, who's I, I want Brian to win, but because I don't get me wrong, I've seen a lot of stuff online, people bitching and moaning about See, I'm, um, I'm, I'm about Daniel Bryan. Right? Way, I'm now, sorry. this is how I you, this is how I look at it. Right? Okay, Daniel Bryan won. Right? Yeah. And it also translates to the Rusev match later on as well. Yeah. Um, now, what I mean by this is that titles recently in the last year or so, if not more, now the only title that mean Paul Heyman did it for me, or with the leading up to this uh, WrestleMania, I think it was WrestleMania. It could have been the Fastlane promo. I can't remember which one he did, but he basically said in like one line, saying, "You're going to have to like nobody's taking this title from Brock Lesnar. You're going to have to like rip it from him or kill him or whatever." But it was the way he said it, and it made that title seem like I've got to get this title. Now, loads of people have bitched and moaned about Brian not being in the main event and Roman Reigns winning the Rumble. I go back to 2014, everybody was cheering for Roman Reigns yeah, to I win was the Rumble. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like they're running a year behind the fans. Yeah, yeah. But like last the thing year, is, the fan, at halftime, I don't think the fans know what they want until, you know, after yeah. it's happened. Well, we yeah. don't want that guy. Because I will admit, there were some people cheering for, I think, who was the last? No, it was Batista, wasn't it? That's it. Oh, no, no, don't even get me started yeah. on that. No, I don't, I like Batista, but I don't disagree, I disagree with the guy coming back and winning. Don't get me wrong, have the last two as Roman Reigns and yeah. uh, Batista, and maybe have Roman Reigns. Especially when he set a new Rumble record in that day yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, it made more sense. But anyway, my point is, the IC title now on Daniel Bryan's shoulders... He's going to stand for a lot more again. Exactly. Now, I'll, hopefully he'll have a good run with it, and they won't keep switching it every freaking week. Yeah. And it'll make the title mean something again. So it could even to the point where he has the longest IC title run or something. Yeah. I don't know how the, how what that is particularly. But, but the only know. problem with there is, is, I mean, you've got... A, he's not personally my cup of tea. I was rather hoping Ziggler would win it, to be perfectly honest with you. Oh, Ziggler, even. See, that could, that's what I mean, is that could even set up a quality rivalry between Ziggler and Daniel Oh, yeah, Bryan, definitely, absolutely. To but, be totally honest, so, yeah. Because, like you said, the eyes, the, 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 like the mid... Really, I suppose it really a bit of an insult calling them that, the mid-card areas, that they just haven't seemed as much anymore. I mean, I remember years... There was a point where the IC title was as important, if not 
sometimes reach that level, not quite, yeah. but almost reach that level as the heavyweight championship. Well, you look at you look at back in the day, right? You look at the, you look at the IC champions: Rock, Jericho, Austin, Triple H, Triple H, yeah, Shawn Michaels, Neil I say more, uh, Owen Hart. Owen Hart, yeah. Owen Hart, oh. Bret Hart, British Bulldog. You know, we yeah. go for Pat we'll Patterson go was the very first one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you go off, but yeah, the title Pat seemed Patterson, to went. Pat Patterson. I said Patterson. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Um, yeah, so, but it was just basically the IC title just seemed to be. Uh, if somebody won the IC title, you knew this guy was going to be. Something it, special. it was a stepping stone. This guy was going to be something stone, special. Yeah. Well, there aren't many people that's... I mean, Ultimate Warrior was one of the guys that held the... He put the title on the line, the IC title on the line, and the uh, World Heavyweight Championship or against, WWE Hulk WWE against Hulk Hogan, and ended up winning and was one of the first guys, I think, believe one of the first, if not the first guy to oh, hold both. I wouldn't be surprised he was the first. I don't know that for sure. Somebody tweet and tell us whether... you know, Somebody's bound to know out there anyway. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, my point is, it was just as important, if not... Yeah, definitely. It, it, was, it wasn't quite... I know you can't see this, but it wasn't quite sort of... It's like heavyweight title. The but. best way to look at it is like back in the day, you have championship, IC, European, and that, since yeah. they since they got rid of the European title, which I think was a bad idea, the IC title has slotted down to the, it, yeah. where the European title was. But now, what they've done again, which I'm hoping they've done with a good idea, was give it to a higher card guy. Or same even. with the US title. This is what yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, we'll get on to that one later yeah, yeah. on. Uh, and they've given it to a guy who is main event card, uh, main event on the card. And can't he, could, he could quite easily, he could be the main event on Raw, if not a pay-per-view, defending the Intercontinental Championship. Now, you could have a World Championship match earlier on the show and put an IC title on with Daniel Bryan. I don't agree. Yeah, go. I know what you mean, though. I don't, a world title should always be the main yeah, event yeah, within yeah. reason. You know? Apart then, from, I, I, I always liked it when they did that. One year they did this. Um, I think it was 2006. Now, the Royal Rumble is the Royal Rumble. Now, you know, have yeah. the title match, then the Royal Rumble. I always agree with that way. Any other time, I prefer the heavyweight championship to be the last match on the card, because that's the whole point Yeah, of it. Royal Rumble should always... Yeah, but I'll, Royal yeah. Rumble is, you know, it's, it kicks it's off... It's the pay-per-view. Big, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. so... I, well, we could talk about another bleep podcast about pay-per-view, theme pay-per-views, because I... I Yeah, anyway, that's another pay-per-view. We're talking about WrestleMania anyway, so um, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, guys. This is the Benny Matt Podcast. And uh, right, so we've done the ladder match. Now, overall, I, I liked it. It was all right. You know, I'm not going to sit here and give it a score or anything, but I, I enjoyed it. It isn't one of the. It isn't going to be remembered, I don't think, as you go down the line. To be totally honest, yeah. you know. Um, but having said that, it's like Hell in a Cell matches. You, it seems like Hell in a Cell match. I guarantee you, your head's already gone to either Shawn Michaels Undertaker or Mankind Undertaker. So yeah, it, those matches. Now I yeah. know there's been so many since then. In yeah. recent history, let's talk about Hell in a Cell very quickly. Hell in a Cell recent history, even though there was no blood in it. Oh, sad dad, no. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to, before we go there, uh, now, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose was a hell of, I don't know if you saw it. Go back and watch it if you haven't. No, I haven't. I'll go back and watch go it. Go back and watch it. Fantastic. Uh, you'll love it. It was good. No blood. I will, you know, but I felt they did enough in the match in order for you to not. Now, I believe blood should be used sometimes. Now, I know they've got kids watching. Yeah, I know. They, they, you know and I get the reason. I totally understand that they've got a, a younger audience to appear, a, appeal to now. So they have to die it See, down a bit. Oh, we'll go to that in a minute. But yeah. Which I can understand. But there saying, are just some matches where you think it's an adult theme. Well, especially when you've got a match that's gone... Th- so th- what they used to do is they used to do a singles match, maybe like an Extreme Rules match or a street fight back in the day. Then yeah. if, if, you know, if the rivalry went to the third one, it would be a cage match. 
Now, those type of rivalries now, I'm talking sort of Rock Austin, Triple H Austin, uh, if you Triple see H, a, Shawn Michaels. If you want to see a brutal street fight, oh, I've got to remember which one it was now. You want about Royal Rumble? You want Cactus Jack? You Cactus Jack and, and Triple H. H. Was it Triple H? Yeah. There was one the reason. 2000. Yeah. Royal Rumble yeah, 2000. Yeah, it was that yeah, one, yeah. yeah. That's right, because The Rock came out and hit him with a chair when he had him handcuffed. That was the one, yeah. That's 99. That's 99, That's, that's 99, that's the year right. before. But yeah, no, I know, but I feel that sometimes they could do some blood. I'm not saying, I don't want every pay-per-view to have it, but what I'm saying is when you've got a rivalry, now now based on recent events, you know, we'll get into that in a bit, but, but with Brock and Seth, they could do the whole, eventually that's going to come to a point, or even Roman and Seth, they could come to a point where yeah. one of them gets busted open and... It, it, if, as long as they do it right, I'm not saying there should be blood every match. No, no, no. But you know, like you know, on the odd occasion, you know, when they're beating and these two guys hate each other, you know, and, and something we busted. Like, so oh, we're going to go on to I'm gonna go off tangent a bit there anyway. So <laughs> sorry about that, guys. But I think they could use blood if they use it correctly. I'm not saying it has to be on every show. Yeah. Like Helena Cell, maybe the finish. Somebody hits him with a chair and he busts him open. Yeah. And then they hit a finisher, great, yeah. and then it's you know, oh my god, he's bleeding because it hasn't happened for a while not really this happened on a few occasions but very rarely um, it'll give the bigger sort of oh my god he busted him open I can see why he's won he's bleeding do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Do you know, it just that sort of extra sort of added thing you know? yeah. I just I just feel it could be used if it's used it could be used properly and, and doesn't have to be every match <laughs> do you know what I mean let's go off a run there. anyway uh, well on my notes I've got Randy and Randy Orton and Seth Rollins here oh Possibly. Um, well, before we get there, I want to talk about the the arena venue, whatever. Very, very quickly. Um, it just now, I have nothing against outside venues per se, but when you've got now, I this is a bit later on as well. But when you have got Taker and Bray Wyatt, two of the guys that have very dark characters, and that I was wondering how they were going to do that. Um, so it did work a bit. I just think it, because it wasn't dark. Yeah. It. Just and you switch the lights off and it's still light. It's not as it hasn't got the mystique as such. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I can see where you're going. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, we've gone. This, this, you know, I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. So this, <laughs> I mean, we've gone tangents to be fair. Anyway, uh, Randy versus Seth um, is definitely the finish now, of the night. The ladder, ma- the ladder match wasn't disappointing, disappointing, but this upped it completely. Yeah. It made the. To be honest with you, until you said about that ladder match, I totally forgot, and I thought the. The Seth, uh, Seth Rollins, Orton match was the first one on the card. No, no, no. Because it was that good of a yeah, match. Yeah. It was that good. But Seth Rollins is, uh, no now whether you agree with the character or not, because his character is a dick, basically. <laughs> but um, I'm going to have to beat that out. So I've got an automatic beat machine. You f- <laughs> um, trust me it will be bleeped out anyway so um, the, the, the bleep always catches me I don't know how it always catches me but it always gets me so when you listen to it it always catches me out so I hate the beep so it's um, <laughs> Randy versus Seth I thought the match was uh, quality, quality to yeah. be fair yeah. um, I don't know about you but I have flash- no, you know you know well one of my favourite matches of all time for wrestling and ability was I, you put me on the spot now Raw Gold Rush Tournament. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. HBK and um, Shout Benjamin. That's right, yeah, I, a brilliant finish match. Of, I think 2005. So if you look that up, yeah, it'd be on YouTube, I expect. So. Anyway, it, I had flashbacks to that. I mean, you had two guys, brilliantly gifted uh, athletes. Can't Randy's got the experience. Yeah, oh yeah, Randy. Oh, I, I, I haven't said that. Seth Rollins is an exact. Yeah, yeah, Seth Rollins. Man. I found it the other day. Seth Rollins was when they brought this NXT thing in properly and used it as a territory, so to speak. Seth Rollins was the first NXT champion. 
ever. So I didn't even know that to be oh, fair until no, today. So, so well, literally, I just told you. So yeah, it was it was just so well well done. They really complemented each other brilliantly. I thought with their styles. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And the finish, wow. The finish was fantastic. Go uh, So if you haven't seen it, so we apologise. I should have said spoiler alert, but by this point you should have seen it. By the time this airs, this will be out on the Monday and it'll be on about well, 7 it'll be over a week after the show. Yeah, yeah, well, here. WrestleMania was last. I mean, you think how accessible the stuff is Well, it's what days. day is it now? It's Friday now. It's Friday now. For us. We've, WrestleMania's already been. We've had Raw. Let me Saturday before we finish. Um, so um, by the time you listen to this, Raw hasn't, the next week's Raw hasn't happened yet. Uh, I want to talk about that very briefly towards the end, but um, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. So Randy versus Seth, yeah, the finish was fantastic. The overall match, getting J&J in there as well. Now, yeah, most people go, I oh, don't like J&J secure. I think they're wimps and stuff. <laughs> Joey Mercury is a former tag team champion, and Jamie Noble is a fr- former cruiserweight champion. Now, if you don't know what the cruiserweight champion is, go back on the network and look for the cruiserweight title matches, I dare or even say, like heavyweight title matches. I dare say, if you want to see the better ones, I dare say watch the WCW Nitro shows. Uh, well, me and you might differ on that. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but yeah, but guys like Billy Kidman in WCW. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah Definitely, yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah. So but I, I, that's a title I wish they bring back, especially these guys coming from NXT now. Yeah. Adrian Neville who's just made his debut on Raw this week. So as you listen to this, he's just made his pe- uh, debut, which I was quite surprised because they did like a little, uh, you know when they advertise the rest like a little promo video? Yeah, yeah. That came as, oh, wow, Neville's finally coming up from NXT. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's in a match. I was like, okay, hey. he's here already. Okay. <laughs> so this was about a match or two after. So yeah. yeah. But um, it makes me laugh, actually. Guys that say they're WWE fans, they go to live events. Whenever an NXT superstar comes up, I say superstar, sorry, but I use that word loosely. Um, whenever a, Wrestler, as far as I'm concerned, they're still wrestlers. Steps up, up. Steps up. I was expecting a bigger response. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether it's because maybe the general ones don't watch NXT. Maybe it is more of a hardcore wrestling I fan. I say it watches is, yeah. Because to be honest, yeah, I haven't watched SmackDown in an awful long time. Oh, wow, you got a network now. I've got the network, yeah, yeah and yeah. I still don't watch it. No? I've watched, I've the, watched the, Raw. the Raws and stuff, they still, they're like on a delay, aren't they? They're like several weeks behind. It's, yeah, it's like... It's like it's not like it used to be. Back in the day, you were well. I say back in the day. Well, the work. Yeah. Back in the day, <laughs> back at, you had Raw and SmackDown. You had the same people on that show on both shows. SmackDown feels more like a yeah minor show now. Yeah, no disrespect to anybody on it. Yeah, because they're all all talented guys. No disrespect to anybody on it, but you just feel that the major league is Raw. I mean, when they first brought the, uh, on a different tangent. We are just, we are talking about WrestleMania, guys. Yeah. We apologise, but we're going to keep going off in tangents. This is what happens. Me and Nick haven't seen each other for a while, so when it comes Lots to wrestling, uh, you know, we'll be. This is probably going to be like a two-hour podcast, to be totally honest. <laughs> no, uh, hopefully it won't be that long. Um, uh, anyway, I can't. What I was going to say anyway, so don't matter now. But um, yeah, I can't. What I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Smackdown, not being... Smackdown, that's it, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> there might be a bit of a gap there. Yeah. Um, Edit. No, it's just... I Even though when I when they first did it, when they brought the World Heavyweight title, because Brock Lesnar wouldn't defend the WWE title, and then they had the split shows... Boy, that's going back a bit. I, I didn't like it to begin with. No. I never liked it. No. I never liked it. And then when they finally brought the titles back together, I liked it. But to a certain degree, it was quite cool having it, because although they were the same... Sh- it's the same company... Especially in the early days, when because um, I think about 2000, uh, cause it was 2002, so about 2004, when they've settled into this split-branded company thing, Raw, SmackDown, whatever, 
Uh, I think it might have been 2005-ish. Uh, SmackDown was a better show than Raw, to be fair. They had, like, Jer- at one yeah, point before Jericho yeah. went, before Jericho went some, to Raw. There were some yeah. episodes, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, there was, there, and it was nice having that. It was the wrestling, like NXT is now. Like, I mean, some people don't like NXT, but mm. NXT is the wrestling fan show. Yeah. And I, I you know, some people on the online will rip into Triple H, but he's the guy behind NXT. So, you know... He's yeah. the guy. He's the guy that brought it up, and he's the guy that helps out with storylines and all that kind of stuff. I think you know, it, it, there's not like a like with Raw and SmackDown. I believe there's like a massive writing staff that do that. And oh yeah, that's a massive operation. I think that is. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be as. Uh, I mean, even Raw and Raw after WrestleMania, you know, the crowd can be absolutely thing. I didn't feel, although they were vocal. Yeah. Overall, the show wasn't as good as it could be. Well, you remember? I think was it last year? or Was it the year before? Last you even had Michael Cole chance coming from the from, oh yeah from that the fans that was so funny twenty nine and thirty that happened yeah but thirty was a good um, no twenty nine sorry twenty nine mm. yeah you're right anyway where were we Randy versus Seth. Randy versus Seth. <laughs> 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 a completely random tangent here guys um, yeah quality match quality finish loved yeah, it um, uh, we'll be talking about Seth a bit later on as well funnily enough but, um, yeah anyway let's move on to now, for me personally, I had freaking goosebumps watching this match. Like, even to the point I felt. Like, I know. The Divas match was oh, brilliant. I know. It's awful. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The uh, uh, Sting versus Triple H. Epic. They say. Next. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> they say match of a generation. This was a match from this, several generations. This is like how I, how I. You know, Rock versus a Hogan. 18. WrestleMania 18 was. Yep. A big match uh, yeah. for fans in general. Um, and so it was, I guess, not for me personally, but for John Cena, The Rock, was it almost it like... Me. It didn't, didn't do it, do it for me, me either. No. But, um, but, but when you talk about wrestling ones, now I'm going to throw um, one that comes to mind, WrestleMania 19, HBK versus Chris Jericho. If you haven't seen that match, I recommend oh, yeah. it. That, now, and you have matches like I would also HBK say... versus Ric Flair at Bad Blood in 03. Now, although Ric Flair's... At that point, we're still getting on like he is now. Yeah. Um, those are like called like the wrestling fans matches, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, you know. The other thing I, I see. What, I see what you mean. Where you're going with the um, Jer- uh, Jericho Michaels, but I say another one will be even better. One. Kurt Angle Shawn Michaels. That yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still say that's probably the biggest mistake the WWE's ever made. Yeah, definitely. Letting him go. Uh, well, that's anyway, another, that's back, a, that's another back, story. That's another back story. We go. But yeah, Sting vs. Triple H. Now, Sting's music was a bit lower beat. I think it should have been a bit more epic style. It yeah, started off really good. No guesses to who got the more more. Um... Oh, mate! I mean, some people go, oh, "Really?" Yeah. But, do you know what? I, it's, I heard they've. I think it's a, uh, they signed a deal with like Universal or something, and mm. um, to promote each other. Or I don't know what the deal is, but it was so cool to have that because I thought when Sting's in the ring. And they show the San Francisco Bridge and everything. And I'm like, are they advertising next year's WrestleMania before Triple H comes out? That's a bit yeah. weird. <laughs> and it sort of cuts. I was like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden, it, then the music hit. And I was like, it's Terminator. This is quality. <laughs> and then um, when he came out with that thing on with all the other Terminators, I thought that was fucking awesome. <laughs> um, personally, you know, okay, maybe a bit. My mum was sat there and goes, that's a bit over the top. Yeah. <laughs> I personally loved it. I agreed. I, <laughs> I agree. I personally loved it. And then to have Arnie come up on the screen. And do you know what? That round play button, when the red eye popped up. Oh, that was pretty it cool. It was almost though. like, 
I guarantee that's why that was made. It yeah. wasn't for the, the play button, it was before the, the Terminator ride. Yeah. That was it. But no, I thought it was fantastically done. And um, and then the whole searching for Sting and everything, I thought it was quality. Yeah. And then Barney going WrestleMania, takes the glasses off. It's time to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> With the red eyes and yeah. stuff. Fantastic. It's Triple H all over. Yeah. And just when you thought, then now, okay, that's the entrances. The entrances are always big at WrestleMania anyway. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, the As you can tell, the entrances gave it a lot to live up oh, to. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> um, I will admit, when Sting first signed, I heard the room. I was under the impression it was going to be Taker versus Sting. Well, th- yeah. That was the, uh, in, for me, that would have been the only way they could have made it better. Um, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll get, get to that in a minute. Um, anyway, the match itself, I felt, was well done in general. Brilliant. Now, before anybody got involved, I'm on about, in, it was well done. Ability, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, for a guy, I mean, Sting's like 54. Exactly, that's what I was, I was just about to say I mean? that. If anybody thinks but that But he they, doesn't look like it. He doesn't yeah, look like well, it. If anybody thinks that the match didn't live up to the hype, it, I'd like to point out these guys' ages here. Yeah. I mean, I mean both of them don't look it, though. No, admit, no, so, in, in know, fairness to them. But it also... When people say when DX came back with Michaels and Triple H against the Spirit Squad, we'll get into that. How it didn't appear the same. Spirit Squad. Of course, of course, it didn't <laughs> appear the same. These guys are to quote Shawn Michaels. I'm not thirty anymore. I'm forty five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So come on, but yeah, I mean, I I was a bit confused when they were sort sort of because uh, during the building up, they were kind of doing the whole. WWE, WCW versus Angle. Yeah. Um, which I was a bit confused about because I felt as if... Who else is it? I just No, I just felt as if that, you know, that war's over and all that kind of stuff and, you know, but it kind of worked to a certain degree. Um, anyway, but then uh, obviously the match went on and went on and went on and it was... But I but I genuinely... And all of a sudden, you hear, break it down and freaking... Billy Gunn hasn't aged since 99. No. Um, to be totally honest, X Pac, yeah, looks like. Well, I don't know what he looks like. That <laughs> version of X Pac, basically, and uh, Road Dog. Road Dog. Road Dog was my first favorite wrestler ever, yeah. only because he did the shake, rattle, and roll thing. We used to do the punches. <laughs> that was the only reason when I first started watching. So I knew nothing about the company. But from that, I can guarantee, if you were born ten years earlier, you'd been a honky tonk man fan. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, probably. Anyway, back on topic. Back on topic, which is going to have tangents are good, by the way. Um, yeah, then DX come out, and at first I was like, "Ooh, cool!" And I got kind of a little bit of goosebump going on. I was like, "Oh, well, great!" Say that, I can't remember exactly what I was doing, but I was looking at my phone at something during uh, uh, leading up to that point. Then as soon as that music hit, I thought, "That's the phone away." <laughs> back to it. Airplane mode. Go. Away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then I was like, "Oh," but then I was like, "Oh." Yes, but kind of no. I don't want. I don't want any. You, you know, don't want any interference. Way. You so, don't you know, want it yeah, that way. Exactly. And uh, they're fighting and stuff's going on. Oh, for goodness sake! Now you said you were kind of expecting it, whereas I was like, for goodness sake! But at the same. Oh time, no, no, no! I don't know where you got that from. I wasn't expecting it at all. Oh no! The way before we started recording, I thought you were. I thought you gave me the impression. Uh, like yeah. Anyway, um, then all of a sudden the NWO music hits. So I'm like, oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> and then my goosebumps went even more. And I had a. If you you probably the same as you. I had a. Cheshire Cat smile. Yeah, I didn't well. And I even felt like I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like a fanboy moment going on. And to put the fans on the night. But I thought, this is awesome. Who, you know, is Hulk going to be there? Is Kevin Ash going to be you know, Who's coming out? All three. I, for some reason, I thought it was just going to be Kevin. I don't know what. Because when, I mean, this happened like that, but it was like, and then they all come out and like, oh my god, this is so freaking <laughs> awesome. And I know they're all 
past it, you know, you know, all getting on a bit. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 no, but they, you know, it isn't. Yeah, it's, it's, it isn't yeah, the nineties anymore. Like so, say it's, yeah, it's, not, I mean? it's not. Yeah, but to see that, and then, um, yeah. but the thing is, John, it was going through the commentators' minds as well, but it was also going through mine. Who were they there to help? Yeah, because of the whole the yeah, whole yeah, yeah. NWO sting yeah, yeah. angle. I, no, I, I, felt, I felt they were there to. Yeah, help well, sting, it was to be totally it honest, wasn't it, was, it was just a little question in the back of the head. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, uh, but it was cool to see. Um, one thing I have to yeah, anyway. No, I'll, I'll talk to you. Oh, yeah, I'll say that. Um, <laughs> so no, because I want to get to a point. But it's like, what do I say first? Um, I have seen online in the last couple of days since mainly has passed, obviously. Because obviously X Park or Sphinx, whatever the hell his name you want to call him, Sean Walkman. Sean Walkman um, was now. When I say because people go, oh yeah, do you remember when HBK was in NWO? To me, yes, no. he was, but no, he no. wasn't because that wasn't the, that was no. WWE's one. The only person who has truly been in DX and the NWO, the is official X-Pac. ones, when they were separate companies, yeah. when he was in WCW, and when thing he was in, uh, you know, he went and he became when DX. He was six in yeah, yeah, WCW, so, yeah. Was it? What, what was his name? Six. Oh, I thought it was Sphinx. That's not right, is it? No. Do you know something better than me? You know something for a change. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Too soon! <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was a couple of comments on like, oh, I don't know, whose who, team should... Like little memes and stuff. And I think Hilbert put one out and said, oh yeah, whose team whose team am I on? Ha ha ha. And everybody's going, oh yeah, he should be this, and oh yes, he should be that. I just put a comment of, who cares? It was awesome. <laughs> Take it for what it was. And I think, to a certain degree, some fans have got to the point where it's getting too... Oh, it should be this. It should be that. <laughs> and they've got the same voices way back from earlier. But what even so, by Pee Wee Herman today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only voice I can do. So. Um, apart from a German um, um, Dusty Rhodes, but we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really do it. I tried to do. I tried to do the impression once, and it came out German. So I have no idea. I can't do it. The, th- the tongue. I can't. I, you know, I just <laughs> sound like Carl from the <laughs> Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has gone way out of control um, but yeah the finish was um, how it ended up and him breaking the sledgehammer was quite a good symbolic moment that was quite cool it was um, just a bit where, where Triple H was but even Sting looked at the baseball and went how hard is that <laughs> <laughs> if, if you go was, back and watch it and he kind of looks at the baseball and goes yeah nah. <laughs> it, no, it, but that was the bit that made me it was maybe that which where you saw that it was I don't, it, just it, NWO versus DX it, back it, it in the was day. Just, it was just the way it was. It was where Triple H was leaning back when Triple H had the sledgehammer. Scott Hall comes up. Ah, there's your bat, sir. There's your bat, mate. Swing away. Yeah. Swing <laughs> away, Sting. <laughs> Swing away. <laughs> but yeah, it was as a movie reference there for you. It's, um, it's uh, yeah. Okay, now answer this question. <coughs> no thinking. <laughs> gut feeling. <laughs> Did you think Sting was going to win? Uh, yes. Yes, I know. I did um, not see that coming. I will admit, initially, when I say yes, um, that was before the match started. As the match went on, and especially when DX and NWO, I thought, that's what I liked about it to a certain degree, because it felt like mm. anything can happen. Which doesn't I was really... thinking, I was thinking, well, yeah, it's looking like it could go either way, but there was a couple sure of false wouldn't bring, they wouldn't bring Sting in for his yeah. debut at yeah. Mania. Um, so, anyway, Triple H wins by using the rest of the sledgehammer, which yeah. I thought was... <laughs> A bit harsh, but yeah, it worked. Now, that's an instance where I think a bit of blood could have helped on that. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I was listening to Austin's podcast before you came over, and he's talking about, he does WrestleMania reviews on podcast one, whatever. I'm not, don't, you know, that's, I listen to these things, you know, 
Give I'm us the promoting. money, Vincent. Not, we'll yeah, advertise yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not promoting <laughs> it, but yeah, it is. Um, anyway, I'm listening to it, and he's going, well, why was Sting shaking Triple H's hand? He, you know, he's used this, and he's done that. And, well, you if know, you're going to say that, then you should go back to, oh, which one was it? When was it when Triple H and Undertaker did the Hell in a Cell match with, with Mike? Yeah, yeah. Why were they at all at the ramp? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Because of the end of an era. Exactly, thing. yeah. Now, but how I felt about the handshake, looking at it at the time, while watching it the first time around, and even the second time around, because I went back and watched it again, because yeah. I loved it so much. I literally had goosebumps. It was one of those sort of, not a tear-jerking moment as such, but I could feel myself like, oh my God, this is never going to happen again moment. Ah, now, funny you should say that. What I also saw from that handshake was... Oh, yeah, this is where I'm going to. It wasn't over. It's yeah. not over. See, now, for me, the handshake was there, and I don't think respect was ever an issue. That wasn't the oh, point. Oh, no, absolutely That wasn't not. the point. If you go for storyline wise, the only person that I could think wouldn't have respect, the utmost respect in the re- in a wrestling sense for both of those men, is somebody who's a younger fan who yeah, may yeah, not know yeah. the full story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But what I, what I like, what I took from the handshake. Now Austin's going, "Oh, why would you shake the hand that did this and blah 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 and the psychological and all this stuff." Now I didn't see that because Sting did an interview on net, on the network after Raw. I didn't see it, so I don't know what he said. No, I haven't seen that either yet. But um, how, what I took from the handshake was they shook hands. Now Sting, I mean, Austin, one of Austin's thing was he didn't sell the the sledgehammer. I felt it was fine personally. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a wrestler, so you know. But as a fan, I felt I felt it was fine. Yeah. The handshake. Triple H was like, yeah, yeah, well done, blah blah blah, or whatever, like, you know, one time deal and all this crap. But the way I felt about it, Sting was looking at him going, okay, you've got me this time. Yeah. That's how I felt that handshake one from Sting's... Go back and watch it. The Sting, looking at Triple H, he was going, yeah, I'm shaking your hand, I respect you, but mm. I'm looking at you... You have expected him to go with his other hand that close. Yeah, yeah. That close. You know, you know. so, you know, maybe a different scenario, maybe a steel cage match or something, you know, I don't know. Or maybe just one on one match where nobody gets involved. Oh, I had a great idea. And oh, if you get into WWE, I want some money. <laughs> a lumberjack match. Nick's booking segment. A lumberjack match. DX and NWO. Well, we kind of had ring. that as a WrestleMania. It's just gone. Well, no, but yeah, but <laughs> it wasn't an official lumberjack match, though, was it? Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want them to wear the jackets next time? <laughs> <laughs> no, but when were they throwing it to the ring? And they, but bear in mind, they probably didn't do that because of their ages, but. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've gone 41 minutes <laughs> talking about wrestling. <laughs> anyway, so we've done Sting. Anyway, I loved Sting Triple H. I thought it was good. Yeah. And the whole nostalgia feel of NWO. Because I know that you were, you, were, you were WWE, and that was it, weren't you? Yeah, pretty I much. I actually started I never... off watching WCW. Ah, right. I, I see now when I became a WWE fan, or WWF for the... Uh, or yeah. younger viewers it was called WWF before the panda company took yeah. over and do you want to know how I've never actually told you this but do you want to know how I switched over to WWF no go on I remember I can't remember how it happened but I was just looking through the TV channels one night and I came to this this channel where I, obviously I watched wrestling before so I knew what was on and I saw The Undertaker didn't know at the time but The Undertaker walking down the ring and I never, I thought, oh, this looks interesting. But obviously at the time I was like, what? I was still in school. So then next yeah, year, five, five minutes later, I was like, time for bed. Didn't have any say in the matter, unfortunately. <laughs> and I found out later on that that was the first ever Hell in the Cell match. 
Oh, so you, uh, Michaels and with Michaels uh, and Undertaker. And Undertaker. Ah, right, okay. And then I thought, oh, look at this. I saw this like massive cage in the middle of the, in the in the ring. I was like, oh, what the bloody hell's going on here? <laughs> and I thought, right, I've got, to, I've, got to, I've got to find this out at some point. Then that's how I got it. Got into it. Yeah. So, ah, okay, that's pretty cool. Anyway, another tangent there. <laughs> um, right, so we get to the Divas match, I believe it was. Um, Paige, AJ, and Abellas. Tag team match. We kind of covered the tag team aspect of it already. I personally felt maybe this could have been a fatal four way, or maybe even a yeah. triple threat with then Bree on the outside. Maybe again, I'll say, like we were saying earlier, with the the IC and the European titles taking a step down. I'd say you could say the same thing for the women's division. To be fair, I mean, you look at Trish Stratus. Lita. I think calling it the Divas Championship probably hasn't helped. No, it should, it should have stayed as. I mean, you look. You had uh, Trish Stratus, Lita, Sable, Jacqueline, Stephanie McMahon to a certain extent. It was just so much more... It, it, well, I was going to say it earlier, I didn't say it, but I'll say it now. It just seemed like, because if I remember correctly, the Divas match, the, after the Divas match, it was the World Championship match, wasn't it? Uh, no, no. Okay, maybe uh, not. Oh, it was, a Rus- oh, it, it, was like, it was like... I believe it was Cena Russo. Yes, it was Cena Russo, I'm sorry, yes, but it was almost like... They didn't have a lot of time either. They, no, they weren't it, out there long. It, it, it just seemed to me as if, right, we've shown you the icon versus icon match, sort of, in, in a sense. Essentially, 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 yeah. essentially, that's what it was. Yeah. It was like, right, we've got the two leading matches coming up next. Fans in the stadium, go get your drinks, go to the toilet, go whatever. That's the problem. I believe that and now uh, women's wrestling, I've you know, they can have some great matches, and that's no. I'm not trying to sound patronising, but they can. Like you got yeah. somebody like Paige. Yeah, it was fantastic. There was actually some AJ as match well. Where even even the Bellas have come a long way since they first started. So give them. I'm not. You know, I think they had like six and a half minutes. Yeah, and that's without entrances. Mm. What can you do in six and a half minutes in a tag team match? I oh, think you became even, a dad. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, good. That's fine. That's fine. Payback will come. <laughs> We're going to have a wrestling match right here. <laughs> Audio style. All you're going to hear is boom. <laughs> Ow! Don't scratch me. <laughs> Stop pitching me. Um, but, no, I, I felt the Divas title should have been on the line. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Right yeah. Now. It goes back to what I, I remember a, a few months ago when you had pay-per-views where the title wasn't on the line. Hmm. I'm sorry, you can't have a pay-per-view without the title on the line, in my opinion. Unless the champion yeah, is... Re- half- WrestleMania... Is the is supposed to be the big, which it is. It is, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's almost become a comic con actually, to be totally honest. Yeah, but it's the biggest match of the year, the biggest pay per view of the year. Everybody there, and this is what, and we'll get onto this in a second because they're not after the not after the Cena Rusev match, but um, I just feel as though they weren't given enough time. Really? Yeah, you know? could have, yeah, yeah no, there's certain things that could have. No, I don't know where you take. Well, I know where you take the time from, which we're going to get to in a minute, but that's not the point. It's just. Put the title on the line, not even the title line. Just give them, you know, they had six. I think they were out there for roughly seven minutes, maybe. Yeah. Uh, in the ring, you know, give them at least twelve minutes. You know, you can tell a better story in that time. Yeah. But I don't know. It is used more like a no, and I don't mean any disrespect to the divas, but it is almost like a gimmick. If, well, I suppose everything's a gimmick in wrestling, but it's you know, it's there just to sort of draw another small section of the crowd. They're trying to. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to just, really go there. It just, just doesn't seem to have the the kick it used to. I don't well, know if, if that's the fair way. Uh, of there's it. been some. I mean, back in the day, I think I don't know what year it was. Uh, probably like a 2002 or 2003, um, and it's only ever happened once. And Trish Stratus and Lita 
Women's Championship was the main event on Raw and it closed out the show. That has never happened since. Really? I've never seen that. No, no go and watch it. I'll but but uh, in 2003, there was a triple threat match at WrestleMania 19, uh, Victoria, Jazz, and Trish Stratus. There you go there. There you go right there. You've got three of For the Women's the Championship, and Victoria does some cracking stuff. Jazz is Jazz, and she doesn't, yeah. you know. And she, even Trish Stratus at this point, she's still get, she's getting better and better. Oh, another one I missed off, her, off of this earlier. China. China. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So yeah, then we go to Cena versus Rusev. Um, again, what we said about the IC title earlier. Although Rusev, him by himself, I believe, has elevated that title personally. Yeah, uh, he's done really well. Did you think you were watching Rocky Four leading up to that match? I was half expecting Cena to have some sort of Rocky montage thing the thing going is, on. So it, it, it looks. If it dies, he dies. You've got, you've got a. <laughs> A tough That's a Rocky reference, by the way, thank you've you. Got, yeah, you've got a tough-looking blonde chick and a built like a brick house Russian oh, guy who looks ba- like... Ba- Rocky versus Ivan Drago, basically what you're trying yeah, to get exactly, at. Yeah, Rocky, it is, it Rocky, was. Rocky 4? Rocky 4, yeah. Rocky, Rocky 4. 4, yeah. But Film it reference. Just, it just, it, I was having flashbacks of Rocky 4 <laughs> the whole way you log it. Warning, podcast may have film references. <laughs> But it was just the way... And then when you saw Rusev come out onto a, come out in a tank, I was like, what, is Putin in the box or something? Oh, mate, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> is, is, is Putin in one of the, in one of the director's they boxes? Should first, they should get, like, a Putin <laughs> look-alike if he can go <laughs> into the States or somewhere. Although that might cause a bit more issues. That might, yeah. <laughs> um, the match was good. I felt the build-up was better um, yeah. leading up to it because I love the whole... Back to what we were saying about with the entrances in the Sting Triple H match. Yeah. It had a lot to live up to just from the entrances. This one did as well. But and when I was saying earlier, this was the match I was referring to, you only ever saw it going one way. There was a little inkling in the back of my mind thinking Rusev might go over as well, but I think because of the whole Russia thing and USA sort of tendency yeah, they had they probably Not only that, but I can't see the same guy I can't see them letting the same guy beat John Cena two pay per views on the trot. Especially yeah, at a yeah, WrestleMania, I suppose, yeah. But I, I feel though is is though Cena. I, I, see, everybody says he's mid carder now. I don't believe that. Now I'm not the biggest Cena fan in the world. I will admit. Not the biggest Cena fan. I don't think we are at all. No, to be but you know, but, well, apart from when we had the Doctor of Thungodomics. Uh, well, yeah, stick, yeah, but, back in the day, some of the rapping but, that was quality. Anyway, back, but back. but my point is, he could because he's been like a 15 time world champion. Now, whether he, you know, which he is, um, but he could elevate the US title. I mean, yeah, yeah he, on Raw, which you haven't seen, he did have a cracking match with Dolph Ziggler for the US title. No, not Dolph Ziggler, sorry, Dean Ambrose. I will apologise about that. Dean, Am- he put an open challenge, and Dean Ambrose came out. Now, everybody, I expected Rusev to come out. Yeah, but yeah, but no, it was uh, Dean Ambrose, and it was a, it was, it was a good match. It was a good match. I thought, watch that. That sounds so, like a good yeah, interesting yeah. match. Um, but yeah, no, I feel as though a guy like Daniel Bryan and a guy like Cena now Cena Cena but I believe they could elevate those mid-card titles back up to where they mean something again yeah that's which I think which I, they need yeah they do I mean it's just titles need to mean something that's the whole point if yeah. you don't when you join a company like that and it's wrestling your goal should be to be a champion yeah. and those titles should mean something not just you know they they pass I think the, uh, I've when I've been because I dip in and out of wrestling at the moment to be honest but yeah, I'm more or less the same um, but I mean, I think it's, uh, last last year or the year before, I forget. Miz, Miz won the Intercontinental Championship anyway uh, against Wade Barrett, and it, he got went over. I thought, oh, okay, fair enough. And then the next night, he lost it again. Then I think the following week, he won it back again. Yeah. And, and now, 
if you're going to build up a rivalry, build up a rivalry, but don't have the title on the line every week. Yeah. No, you know, there was a thing where they used to do, they said, you have to defend the title at least within, what, 30 days or something. No, 30 days, like, yeah, I think that was Yeah, it. yeah. Um, to do that, but don't, you know, it, yeah. do you know what I mean? I just build the titles back up. The World Heavyweight Championship now is, I think is with Brock Lesnar being champion, now whether you believe, now I do believe to a certain degree, I know he's on, now he's a, he is a one of a kind athlete and I, oh, I yeah. totally agree with that, but I feel as though even if he's not, I mean, to have a pay per view without the title being on the line seems a bit weird to me. Yeah. Um, if you're not having the title on the line, at least having having there, or even Paul Heyman, or even a video mm. of him doing something backstage, even he doesn't have to be there, pre-recorded for God's sake, just have it like he's there at the show. Do you know what I mean? So at yeah. any time he could come out and. Um, yeah, but I, that's another thing. Obviously, now such and such has happened. So, anyway. Cena Rusev, um, I felt as though after the Sting Triple H, the pay-per-view kind of dipped a little bit. Uh, but Cena Rusev was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it wasn't a good that, yeah. But like you said, you could only see it going one way. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like... I could name you a hundred more worse matches than it, but it, it, it had its moments. It, it, was, it wasn't a bad match, like you said. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, now, when I said about time a minute ago, uh, Triple H and Stephanie came out. Now, when it first started happening, I felt as though this could have happened on Raw. This doesn't need to happen now. You could have had this, but it's because they had... Or the- I dare say, even another way is, although there were some comedy moments to it that re- reflected back to the match... There was parts of it where you were thinking, okay, we know where this is going, just just, 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 yeah. just get to it. And The Rock goes to leave, and then Ronda Rousey, UFC champion, women's champion, whatever whatever the thing is. Don't you dare bow mouth Ronda. No, 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 I'm not going to. I'm I love huge, the fact she I'm was there. I'm a huge Uf- UFC fan. I love fan. the fact she was there. I loved yeah. it, and I loved it. And, but It was just the bit where The Rock walks out. Sorry, The Rock was there as well. We'll just throw that one out there. But I felt the gaps in conversation where The Rock's looking at the crowd and stuff, it, that segment was what? 10 oh, minutes 10 to 12 minutes like long bit, if it not like it felt like 15 it might yeah. be 3 hours no it wasn't 3 hours <laughs> um, it, felt, it was about 15 minutes long I felt that segment could have been done and dusted within 10 I if think not 8 minutes that um, could have been something for then you could before, have the match, you know? before the Triple H match no, I know there was or a even ref- on the kickoff show. Maybe I don't know. I think you can have the rock on the rock. Oh yeah, back I swear. On the all right, show. I give you that. But, but my point is, it 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 dragged. It did drag a bit. It did. It did. But it was it was a br- it was brilliantly done. Like it was a brilliant I idea. Love, I love the fact that uh, Stephanie sends to Ronda Rousey, "Can um, uh, get out of my ring, whatever." And she, she goes, "Whatever ring I step into is my it's ring. Brilliant. Make me, brilliant. make brilliant. me." I was like, "This is awesome." But not only that, but. Um, it was the part where they were telling The Rock to get out. And, um... And as he was getting out of the ring, I remember Stephanie McMahon saying, you wouldn't hit a woman. And as he was walking off, he just walked round to the side oh, I, of I forgot she was there. <laughs> oh, no, I knew damn well she was there. And it, it was it was, it was was quite... It was well done with the camera as well. Because it was looking at the rock, and he was stood right next to the bit of the uh, to the bit of the fan rail guardrail where she was. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until the rock lifted his head and looked to the side that the camera did as well. Did the pan? And you just saw the her there. That's his personal cameraman from Hollywood. That is. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you just saw her standing there, and you're thinking, 
Yeah, even the commentator said Stephanie run. <laughs> <laughs> I love the little arm lock. She went to slap her and a little arm yeah. lock and everything. I thought that was quite cool. Um, but yeah, um, it was good. I'm not denying that. It yeah. was a good thing, but I felt it ran. It was just a bit. T- it was too long. Yeah. It was five minutes too long, which could have been them translated into the Divas match or maybe even to the Cena Rusev match or maybe even. You know the following yeah. match. Do you know what I mean? It could have, that time could. Have, I know it's only like five minutes, mm. but five minutes is five minutes. But that also, I'll also say, like I said, that would have taken a six six and a half minute uh, divas match into like you know an only ten twelve minutes. So. But I'll also go back to what I was saying before: is the way how I think this should have been done before they could have mm. before the Triple H match because I think him with the handshake with Sting would have been a good way to end the night for Triple H. Yeah, I whereas he comes Triple back H out, there again. whereas he comes back out and says how I beat Sting, how he 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 left it after the match as in oh right he's he's shown a bit of respect which is good, which is good should have left it there. Again, this is where I say they could have quite easily done this on Raw the next night. To be totally honest, I know they want that WrestleMania moment yeah. feel, and but I felt you know, like you said, they could he could have done the Sting I beat Sting last night, and yeah, then the Rock comes out because it still would have been just as a bigger pop. Oh yeah, yeah, the next yeah. night, you know. So I mean, it, you know, it's neither here nor there. So um, it was cool to see Ronda Rousey, you know, and like she, I think, believe she hip tossed like <laughs> Triple H. Yeah, she did. <laughs> well, it was more of a arm drag, or it was more of a it. judo throw, to be honest yeah. with you. But no, brilliant. It was. I could see Ronda Rousey at some point coming into WWE, maybe as uh, if they change the Divas Championship name to like a Women's Championship. Which or, one of the Divas are going to be stupid enough to get in a ring with her? She could, be, she could even go against some of the... She could be the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> US title. Whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She could redo what China did. Exactly. There we are. Anyway. Yes, I take it further. So yeah, like this podcast, that segment went a bit too long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Now, Taker versus Wyatt. Uh, why it was calling out then we found out at Fastlane it was Taker I thought that was well done I felt as though apart from the video package Taker may have could have come out and said something personally mm. but other than that the match was now did you f- right one of the things that went through my mind was obviously Taker lost last year wide eyed moment oh my biggest, god cannot believe biggest biggest ever, basically. no that's not the word biggest 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 mistake ever Looking back at it, at the time, how yes, I still agree with it to a certain degree. Um, I believe, personally, Taker should have had his last match. Uh, the lights go out. And then he, do you know, the lights go out, he disappears, you don't see him again, it leaves the legacy open. But what Brock Lesnar's done with it, and being champion and stuff, it, it made, it's made sense, but I will say that I would have rather had see, Taker undefeated. I, I would have rather had Taker undefeated, personally. Yeah, I would have as well. But the person, the only person... It's going back to before. This is including Brock Lesnar, the only person who I would have understood beating the Undertaker at WrestleMania, and you you probably you will definitely disagree with me on this. <laughs> Go on. Is Kane okay. no, purely I- because of the history there? Nobody else has the chemistry with the Undertaker that Kane does. Nobody else has the history that they do. And from a brother perspective, I understand. And personally, with the likes of, if you weren't going to have Shawn Michaels or Triple H beat him, he's the only one I can think of that's left. I agree with you in principle, but the way Kane's been in the last couple of years. Well, yeah. If Kane was still like he was back in like two thousand one, 
you know yeah. that big before the mass take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I still I I understand why they kind of did it, but I Kane to me was always the scarier character with the mask. Oh on. yeah. Anyway, um, uh, the, only, really? the, the, only, the, the only other guy who I would could see and don't you dare say Cena. No, 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 no. My God, how no? <laughs> um, uh, Wyatt maybe maybe Bray Wyatt last year. How hot he was last year. He should he should have instead of it being Brock Taker, it should have been Wyatt versus Taker. I can see where you're coming from, but if you're going to have a relatively newcomer beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania, he better be a champion within the next few months. Yeah, I, with the Ray White character at the moment, his goal isn't championship, is it at all? You can't. I can't. See. Oh, he's he's got probably the most interesting character on the roster right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, they've gone where they've gone with Brock Lesnar being champion, and now the fact that he's now signed a new contract with WWE, I can kind of like when Batista came back and won the Rumble like straight away. I was well, oh, I was no, annoyed. No, you, you go with it, you go with it. But I was annoyed at it when Brock Lesnar came back. Okay, yes, he only had like three, four matches in the year, but he didn't become champion straight away. And there was always a cons- considerable presence from Lesnar, whether yeah. he was there or not. So you, although he's not there every week, because you've got Heyman doing the talking, you kind of feel as though Brock is there and he's, he's a consistent character on the show, even though he may only oh, turn Heyman's up. Heyman's got the, the sell factor of about four or five characters. Oh, he could sell dirt to a ditch digger. Yeah. You know, he is fantastic. He's amazing. He can sell a black cat to a witch. <laughs> well, yeah. There we are then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, the Taker... White match. Um, I will admit, I felt it was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, but but then I you liked the matches that you've had in previous years. Yeah, it was gonna. It had a lot to follow. Yeah. But I mean, um, you had no, but, HBK but I love the fact. I love the fact. Taker won and went over. I do like. If it, it was, was the bit where Wyatt was doing the whole upside down, the locust type, locust there, yeah, type yeah, thing, yeah. and then Taker just sits up. Brilliant. And they're fantastic. But there was one thing that I had listened to and they all read about, and they were on about maybe Taker then would have this match with Wyatt, lose again, and then next year will be his last match, and he, he's almost got like that demon of I can't win at Mania now. And then he comes back for his last match, and then he wins, and his last match is him winning at WrestleMania. But I think his one loss record, that should be it. Oh, if he loses again, he shouldn't lose again. He shouldn't lose again. Now they've done it this way, he can't lose next year, is what I'm saying. Now that you've said that, what's the bet that it's Brock Lesnar again next year? See, now, that would be quite cool to to get his last match and to beat him. But the problem is, I'd say there is another person that he should face at WrestleMania first. Who's that? Sting. See, now that he's lost, I... I understand where you're coming from. I felt that match should have happened maybe before Lesnar or maybe after. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, now, I, I, I understand why fans want to see it, but I personally, now, now, I don't see the point in it, if that makes any sense. The reason I, I know why you say that, Go and on. like I said, you never watched WCW. No, I've got nothing against Sting. No, 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 I'm, no, I'm, no. Not say, I'm not saying you do, but... Bro. <laughs> but there's, I don't know if you've seen it on the network. I think it's on one of the 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 Monday Night Wars episodes. Oh yeah, there's a whole episode where it's based on the loyalty that Sting and that Sting gave to WCW and Undertaker gave to WWF. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. And they they are, I don't care who was champion at any point in time, the face of the companies was those two, because you had people that weren't following to fill their wallet these two showed loyalty 
and they gained everything they did for it. I mean, you look at Sting. He refused. He's what, How long was it ago that WCW went out of business? Uh, they went out of business 2001? in 2001, yes. So, right, 14 odd years down the line, he's only just agreed. I like that, by the way, now we're on that subject. I like the fact that oh, Sting went, and went, went away. He didn't do anything. He was in TNA. Yeah. They don't mention that, <laughs> I love the Joker gimmick he did in TNA, by the way. I thought that was quite oh, cool. That was a d- you want about the insane icon thing? Yeah, that yeah. was ridiculous. I thought it was quite cool, but then like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I've seen some uh, old school Sting when he was against Flair with the blonde hair and stuff. And then obviously he's gone over to the sort of crow sort of gimmick which he has now. Yeah, how they never got sued for that? I'll have no idea. <laughs> just a different, just different enough. Yeah. That's why. Um, but no, I, I can see where you're coming from. But yeah, the take. I'm glad he won. Uh, the short hair was a bit weird. I thought he should have cut on his motorbike with that look. No, looked, no, 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 he no, looked, no, 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 did look don't get me right he, no I prefer this one but he did look like he was the um, American badass again based on the short hair the, the stuff he was wearing but the match um, the match it wasn't bad it was I, I think because of the hype and Bray, the way Bray Wyatt talks maybe he oversold it <laughs> oh, Br- that is one thing that he that's that he's probably what WWE have been missing for a while now a real well I dare say the only one of these they had, they lost about a year or so ago. Punk. Yeah. Bray Wyatt knows what to say on the mic. See, Bray Wyatt Punk would be an interesting match. That would... Didn't that happen? Oh, no, that was Daniel Bryan, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that yeah. was Daniel Bryan, but, um, yeah. No. But, no, yeah. Um, Punk is... Uh, he might be back, you never know. I doubt it. You never say never in his business. No. I don't think he will. He's doing MMA now. But, yeah. Come on, I didn't think... Sorry, so what? Did you not know this? No. He's okay. doing MMA. He's, doing, he's training to do MMA. Obviously, I don't follow the UFC enough. Yeah, but he probably hasn't reached that yeah, level know, but yet. It's, so, it's, but it's yeah. on the same. It's yeah, on the yeah. same. Anyway. Oh, we are now <laughs> an hour and four minutes in. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> uh, if you lasted this long, thank you very much. Don't forget you can tweet me at Benny Mac on Twitter, B-E-Triple-M-Y-M-A-C-K. Uh, Benny Mac Podcast is on iTunes and stuff. We'll get on to the main event now, Brock versus <laughs> Roman. Um... Uh, now, whether you agree with Roman Reigns being in the main event or not, that's up to you. I thought the match itself and the build-up... The build-up on Raw with them squabbling over the title like two little kids was quite funny. They were if like, it wasn't... Oh, give me it, it's mine. It... <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I felt, you know, it's not... The, the, it's there. I don't think Roman... Me, personally, I think Roman is there, but he's not quite there. Now, if we had, because of the way Seth we Rollins had a load of other wrestling fans here that we didn't know, yeah, they would rip my head off for what I'm about to say. Go. Nobody else deserved to be there other than Roman Reigns. I agree with you. He's the only. He's. They've had so much hype building, and it's like I said. It's like we said at the beginning, at the beginning of the show, where we said the Royal Rumble seems to have been a year behind. Yeah. Last year it should have been uh, Reigns, but it was Batista. No, that was a couple. That was two years ago, wasn't it? No, no, no. Two, 2014, Batista came back. Um, yeah, and, yeah, Batista. Uh, that was down, it. It came down to Roman Reigns and Batista. That was it. Yeah, it was Batista. It was Batista that year. It should have been Reigns. It was Reigns this year. I'm not Daniel Bryan fan, but I can understand so, people getting annoyed that it wasn't Daniel Bryan that won it. I just feel as though, unfortunately, same with Rey Mysterio in 2014 because of number 30, they everybody was expecting it to be Daniel Bryan because it wasn't, and the fans are like sport kids. And the thing is, <laughs> right. Thing is, back in I'm a I'm a wrestling fan, but back in the day, I hated Triple H. Back in like 2000, he was a bad guy. He was an 
Oh, he was just completely. Oh, that yeah. was the point. And I didn't sit there and go, oh, I want the Rock to be champion. Rock should be champion. He must have done something backstage. He must have ate the wrong pie or something. Married no, the boss's daughter. No, no, I don't, <laughs> yeah. that's, I don't think that's an issue. But it's just. It got to the point where they were doing slow burns and the backlash in 2000. The Rock beat him for the title in Washington, D.C. Now, the crowd was very iffy that night but as soon as The Rock got the 1-2-3 that crowd it, that roof nearly came off the building so my point is okay don't get me wrong I'm a Daniel Bryan fan personally you know he could have some great if Shawn Michaels was back still back in the, the thing, they could have had some good matches back in the day well, you know, Shawn Michaels was the one that trained him Daniel Bryan and Cena have had good matches for goodness sake mm. but yeah no um, I just felt as though I don't know I felt really I just you know it's I Roman Reigns at the being there, I felt was the right person at the time. To be yeah, honest, I agree with that. Because um, there isn't, and no, I'm not, I'm not dissing Daniel Bryan. I'm not dissing Seth Rollins. But the way they built up Seth Rollins the last year as this guy that basically hides behind the authority, yeah, I think it's quality personally. But then, see, but my point is, it's just like let them go see where they go with the story. Yes, they can. Excuse me, they can listen to the fans in general, but bitching and moaning about, oh, he must Dolph Ziggler. Hmm. I think Dolph Ziggler's quality when he came World Heavyweight Champion when he cashed in against Alberto Del Rio he only had it for like three weeks I think four weeks I'm glad you brought that up I'm going to mention some on that later but on but yeah he's another guy that who I feel should be higher on the card but there's only so many places and you've got to yeah. but my point is I will admit some, maybe some of the booking's wrong I don't know but back in the day you, you didn't sit there we didn't have the conversation we haven't got this we didn't have this outlet when we were younger going Oh, I think he should be this and he should be that. Thing is, though, can you they... imagine if we had this after the Montreal screw job? Oh my God! Forums back then, I think they were they did exist, but obviously, and everybody had the internet and everything. So, but yeah, that would have been oh my God! The internet would have exploded. Yeah, like literally exploded. They did like a big reset button from somewhere because it would have just. That's my point. It just, you. I think some fans have got to the point now because it has crossed over from that. We don't know, like. Um, so back in the day when Triple H would get injured or yeah. somebody would get injured, you didn't hear from them. And then no. three weeks later they might come back and go, oh my God, Triple H is back, oh my God, or The Rock's back, or Austin's back. Um, one thing I did, didn't like from last year was they did a thing with Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, which led to the Hell in a Cell match, but Seth Rollins stomped him through some cinder blocks. Yeah, but and then, yeah. He, then he was out injured, you know, I said he's terminally, he's wrestling. But then like within a week... He was on WWE.com advertising the film he was doing. Yeah. It just... You can't... You need to have that balance of, like... There staying were, character is what I'm trying to say on social media as well. When they tweet and stuff. Staying character. You want the ultimate... The ultimate of staying in character. I hope I got my point out there. I don't want to go rambled. Yeah. I hope I got my point out there. But yeah, there sorry. was a, an ECW... A, the, the original ECW. The proper <laughs> ECW. There was a story, I can't remember who it was. I got a feeling it might have been Raven and the Sandman. Sandman got injured, or I think that it, I can't remember if it was a, if that was the gimmick or he really was injured. He stayed in his house and never oh, the, yeah, left the his house. Sorry, yes, the blind, the blind bit where he got blinded. That was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah he got it. blinded that with was it, um, yeah. uh, Tommy Dreamer. Somehow knocked the cigarette into one eye. And he came yeah, in the other eye. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was he, a, for that. a full month, Sandman stayed in his house. He never left. Out. His wife answered the door. Yeah. He never... Now that is... But that's my point. They, they, it's just like... I want to believe in... The, I know it's not... I know it's a work. But when a storyline happens, I don't... I think that's what's happened with some of the fans. They Especially don't, when you get to... 
Follow the not, make a, not to make it a sound old. Yes, but when point you get your to, point of view across, but just don't get arsy about but, it. You know? Not to make a sound old, but when you get to our age and you like when, when you were young, you go, like, "Oh, shut up! It's real! It's real! It's real! Shut up! Shut up!" When you get when you know when you uh, it hurts, mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you know that it's oh, it's all put on. But you want to still try and believe the stories as much yeah, as yeah. possible. You know, when I talk about Seth Rollins, I hate him. He's an asshole. He's doing this. He's doing that. He could be the nicest guy in the world for all we yeah, know. But yeah, they're doing stuff like podcasts and stuff. And yeah, I think to a certain degree, I think they need to play up to the storyline. You know, I'm not saying you know because there used to be a time when heels and faces used to stop in separate. You had a heel hotel, you had a face hotel, so the good guys and bad guys were never seen together. <laughs> and the click ruined that. <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's another point. That's another different story. But there is a point when you can do stuff like that. And but like Bray Wyatt, the most. But then he's on Twitter saying this, or he's doing that, and he's out of character. Doing, and I think I don't know. I don't know how to back to what we were saying about what would it, how we're supposed to be talking about versus Roman. By I don't know. Yeah, completely off. Tangent if, we, if like we were saying a little while ago, when we said about what would how good would it have been if we had the technology we have now, or more availability of it back when the Montreal Screwjob happened. But, however, I think that the internet has sort of ruined it a bit as well. Because how difficult is it to keep something under wraps these days? Yeah, well, exactly. How difficult is it to keep a storyline... How difficult is it to keep a storyline under uh, quiet? The only way you can do that... I mean, I, I watch WrestleMania... Monday, Tuesday. I watched it over two days. Yeah, I stayed away from social media completely. I didn't go on Facebook because I turned my the uh, setting on my app off. So I can. I mean, I've got my phones off at the moment, but that's not the point. But my point is, I stayed away from social media because people will post it. People post it. They're like, "Yeah, tweet during the show. That's yeah. fine." I t- but if you want to stay surprised, you've got to stay away from yeah. social media. And it's um. But anyway, I was even quite surprised to see it in the newspapers. WrestleMania is now. It's yeah. at that point where it is. Um, one thing we didn't touch upon very quickly, they had a break with the, the singers. I have no idea who they are. Um, no, I didn't know any of them. No, no disrespect to them. No, no disrespect we're, to we're in the UK. Um, they, they might be... They're probably huge in America. Yeah, whatever. But, um, just hasn't, just haven't crossed the pond yet. Well, at least not for us anyway. No. <laughs> but my point, it, I felt, it, again, that's more time gone that could have been used for matches. And I understand it. Did you bit, think it was going for... They could like have had a, that on the kickoff show. But uh, this is going to be what I was about to say. <laughs> Do you think they were looking at like a, a Super Bowl halftime? Show? Yeah, I believe that's what they've gone for. They've gone for more yeah. of us because like a like because that's what the Super Bowl does. They have a halftime show, don't they? Yeah. And so yeah, I believe that's where they're going with that. So anyway, Rock versus Roman. What do you think? Right. What did we say about twenty minutes ago? I can't <laughs> <laughs> Good. But I think the twist at the end. You know, and again, if there were other wrestling fans here, they probably hit me for saying this. And you may hit me for this, actually. I cannot stand, to a certain extent, the money in the bank. No? No. I think it's a good idea, but it should have to be a proper match. Like what like Cena, Cena did. did with Punk and yeah. Raw 1000. Yeah, okay. I don't like the fact that, like, even when, like, like we've, we've made abundantly clear, we're not the biggest John Cena fans. Yeah. But I can't remember who it was. It was after the Elimination Chamber match. Edge. Edge, thank you. First ever guy to do it. He kind of yeah. set the, his character set the precedent of yeah, how but to cash in. Basically. I just think no. I'm, I'm an Edge fan. I, I, I like I like Edge. I remember when he when he was a, a rookie, come through the crowd. Brilliant. I love the character. But I just think that you're good enough to win it in a match. Yeah. You 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 or I think I think they use the money in the bank most of the time because you know it's seen it. I think the only other guy that has done it 
uh, not cashed in like the gen- generic way it seems to be when a guy's been beat down then let's cash it yeah. in the only other guy to um, cash in Sandow wasn't it no 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 uh, no Sandow beat down John Cena then cashed in but lost or whoever it was I think I'm assuming it was Cena oh sorry I meant the person who cashed it in and lost no, no but sorry. to actually said I want to fight you on this date and it was Rob Van Dam when he did the one night stand thing with ECW back in 05 or 06 05 yeah he did one, yeah at the one night yeah. 06 I think it was um, so yeah but Cena was the first guy to lose yeah Sandow was one. I forget um, now it's funny you mentioned the well I say funny that was again although it's sim- it's similar they've kind of done a new twist in the money in the bank because nobody's ever cashed it in during a match so it became a triple threat match so although it's familiar that's why I didn't kind of mind it as much because the match was still going on he didn't like wait right until the end and the fact that he had a crack cracking match against Randy Orton yeah <laughs> although I don't like the fact that although the finish was fantastic and I loved it mm. If you're going to have him cash in on that night, surely he should have gone over on Randy Orton. He should have beat Randy Orton. If that makes any sense. But the character works for Seth Rollins is because he's so... But then you look at it another way. It was a few years ago. I can't remember what pay-per-view it was. It was Randy Orton. Randy Orton came onto the show. Yeah. And he was facing Triple H. At the beginning of the show, he was a champion or something or another. Oh, you're on about... Uh, it's a No Mercy... Uh, anyway, oh seven, I believe it wasn't for the title, or it wasn't advertised to be for the title. And then at the, I think, I think was, that's was, how Ran- it. was Randy Orton given the title? He was because somebody was out injured or something, and he was he was given the title. And yeah, Triple H came out. Mister McMahon gave him the title. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he wrestled Triple H, lost the title. They then had Triple H wrestle Umaga for later on for the title, which Triple H won barely. And then they had him face Randy Orton again, and he lost it. Yeah. Now that could go back to what you were saying earlier about the IC title. Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth, back yeah, and forth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's three times in one night. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, all right, okay, I'll give you that. But Money in the Bank, I feel... Like, this is what about, it's about theme pay-per-views now. But I don't oh, feel... Yeah, I feel, I feel, I like I feel as though Money in the Bank should be... A um, mania event. A mania event. Yeah. I like it originally it, was. Yeah. I yeah, I'll agree with that. I feel, I feel as though it should be a mania event, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the cash-in was... Uh, I wouldn't say it was a full-on shock, but it kind no, of... No, I did hear on... I have heard... Like we were saying about social media, I have heard... I did hear rumours of it happening. Okay, well, um, so I... But I wasn't expecting it, I will admit. Mm. Um, to actually do it during the match was confusing. I also heard rumours that apparently it was going to happen and Paul Heyman was going to turn on Lesnar. See, now, I, I heard something like that previous, but because... Now, that may have happened... Because, but Lesnar only literally signed his new deal that week. Yeah. So whether that had anything to do with it, but yet still Lesnar still lost anyway. So yeah. um, it's, I, it's, I, I say Lesnar lost. He didn't pin. That's another thing that bugged me a little bit. If you're going to do it, you need to beat the champion. But in order for it to be work, that's the glory of a triple. Thing is, you're trying to build Roman Reigns up, and now you just had him. Okay, yes, it's during a match, and it's money in the bank. So people are going to be like, yeah, but he was. He'd already had like a 15 minute match, or he. It's like I said. It's like I said, it's like I said right at the beginning. It's like they still don't know who to push. I mean, you haven't finished pushing Roman Reigns, and yet, bang! Seth Rollins jumps right in head in front of him. I think Seth Rollins is. You... I don't know. I think it's, right, it, it is what it is. I mean, but overall, Mania was. Um, 
I enjoyed it. Oh, it was a brilliant pay per view. Absolutely brilliant. enjoyed it. One of the best ones um, I've seen for some years. Uh, last thing we're going to talk about very quickly. I know you didn't see it, but um, I told you about it before we recorded. Uh, Brock Lesnar come out wanting his rematch. He was in his gear. He wanted his rematch. Um, Stephanie Mann said, "Yes, you can have your match." I thought it was a bit weird that the title match was going to happen sort of mid Raw, and then how it weren't worked out is Seth Rollins came out and said, "Actually, I will give you a rematch, but not tonight." Brock Lesnar loses his temper, beats the crap out of everybody, wrecks the announce table. JB Allen, Booker T, knocked out on the floor. For some reason, grabs Michael Cole, F5s him. Now, apparently, he's in hospital. Now, I don't know whether that's a work or whether that's real. Um, but I must the crowd like that. And then it was kind of Brock Lesnar throwing his toys at the pram, and basically, and then he F5'd a cameraman. Nice. Then second man. Please come- tell me he still the camera in his hand. No, 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 that would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, bit like the Twister movie. But, um, <laughs> Um, another another movie reference there. But, um, uh, loads of movie references tonight. <laughs> I'll be back. Um, but no, I felt as though, and then he then uh, he had the camera on his shoulders again. Stephanie Mounds going, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" Um, then he f fives. He kind of looks at him like a child when he tells him not to do something. He just did it anyway. And then he got sus- basically later on, she suspended him. But what I felt. They should have had Raw as it was, changed the main events of six-man tag, changed that around a little bit somehow, maybe put maybe some singles <coughs> matches here and there, but have that thing with Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins happening at the end of Raw, oh, right, and have right, Raw yeah. go off the air with that chaos. Yeah. Because it was fantastically done, but it should have been at the end of the show. Like what they did with the Nexus. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But obviously Brock Lesnar, you know, new champion. Oh my God, what's going to happen next week? Lesnar's mad as hell. Good night, everybody. Although there was no commentary team, so even give that even more because they got. I'm saying Vince will do that for three commentators and not. Yeah, yeah, but my point is, my <laughs> yeah, point so is, yeah, I see what you're pointing. Yeah, it's yeah. left raw, all in distort. Like, oh my god, what's going on? Mm. But I mean, it wasn't the best raw after WrestleMania I've seen in the last couple of years, but it was okay. But overall, yeah, WrestleMania enjoyed it. I love the Triple H entrance Sting. Triple H Sting match for me was for me nostalgia wise. Uh, Take a White was good as well. Uh, as a Seth, whole, Seth and Randy, the whole match was quality. Fantastic! The RKO from the pit from the curb brilliant. stop, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. brilliant. Well, yeah, but and you, everybody goes, "Oh my god, Randy Orton's amazing!" But actually, Seth Rollins had something to do with that as well, doing the little curb stomp thing and jumping up and stuff. But do you know what I mean? Overall, the fin- uh, from the props, ones that are props, there props, on a week to week basis, props have got to be given to Seth Rollins for that match. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, totally, totally, totally. But the from the week in week out roster, the ones that are there constantly. Randy Orton is my favourite without, without a shadow of yeah. a doubt. Good. I mean, I could see a programme between Seth and Randy Orton at some point, maybe, you know. The problem is, I can't see Brock Lesnar signing the contract and him not being champion before too much longer. I don't know, I don't know. Um, Randy Orton versus Brock would be quite a good match. Because how far away is the next big pay-per-view? SummerSlam, um, isn't it? Big pay-per-view would be SummerSlam, but whether Lesnar might be at... What's the next pay-per-view? Extreme Rules, normally. Yes, it is. So... Um, he might be there, but until I, obviously we've only had one Raw since WrestleMania, so we've got Raw coming up now. As you listen to this Raw, be on tonight. You know, um, it's confusing for you because we're recording on the Friday, but when it airs, it'll be Monday. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, even <laughs> I was, even I was confused by that. <laughs> There's smoke coming out of his ears, yeah. there, guys. Uh, right, I think we've exhausted wrestling. To be totally honest, um, yes, I think we have. Um, overall, what do you think, pay per view wise? Brilliant. Awesome. Yeah. Like I said, best one of the best pay-per-views I've seen for some time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely ranks up there. I think it even may, apart from two things that happened at Mania 30, I think it may even outshine WrestleMania 30, to be honest, to a certain degree. You know, 
Yeah, yeah, I can see, I can see, yeah. your, point. I can see your point. Nothing against the matches that happened at 30, but obviously that's the whole point of pay-per-views. It's supposed to be better than better the last, last year's. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to the Benny Matt podcast. Um, I, this is out now. I don't know when the next podcast is going to be. I'm trying to sort out some more guests and stuff. Um, like I said, it's not going to be always wrestling. I mean, I may get Nick back maybe for SummerSlam. Yep. Maybe we'll do like the big pay-per-views. Maybe we'll do a Brock Lesnar. We'll be part-time wrestling podcasters. <laughs> um, we may talk about that if something good happens, you know. But may, more than likely, it'll probably be SummerSlam. Or, be, so, or, we'll, or we yeah. will be Batista, do point, the big ones, and then I mean, lose, and then we won't We'll back. do a little push for another interview, maybe. But Nick's uh, involved with Red Marley FC as well, also. So we might be maybe talk his passion football, maybe. Or maybe <laughs> some Everton and see how he got into Because Nick's got a great story how he got involved with Red Marley and what happened at the beginning. So I'm not going to spoil that now, but you know maybe we'll get that done. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening to the podcast, guys. Uh, definitely go back and check out some of the older episodes. I say older episodes, it's only the fourth one. That Sam from Freaks Own Games is a good one to listen to if you're a gamer, an indie gamer. So yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, check out my page, facebook.com forward slash the Benny Mac Network. Uh, give it a like on there and uh, and on Twitter at Benny Mac, B-E-Triple-M-Y-M-A-C-K. <laughs> <gasps> thank you very much for listening. Cheers for coming on, Nick. No problem. Cheers. Happy to do it.